0: This is episode 140, Five Tips for Legendary Customer Service, a Case Study with A. Weber. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on today's show. I hope you're having an amazing day. I certainly am. And if you aren't, remember that every day is a gift. And even the gifts that are disguised as tests, they are still gifts. So that's not my quote for today, but just a little motivational juju to get you going. My quote that I want to share with you on today's special episode is about caring, because we're talking about customer service. And that's from Teddy Roosevelt. The people don't care what you know until they know that you care. And I think that was Teddy Roosevelt, but that seems to be the person that this quote gets attributed to most often. And today, you know, we're talking about customer service, a little bit off the beaten path of the gratitude transformation slash entrepreneurism, but it it kind of isn't. It really, it really isn't because the things I'm going to share with you apply to owning your own business, or working in customer service, which is 90% of everything we do today. I mean, we're very service-based in absolutely everything. Unless you're writing code, uh, you know, service and service to others is a huge part of your financial success, of your happiness, of your ability to own a business, or even to work within a business that's based on these kind of things. Human interaction uh, is unavoidable. So what I'm going to share with you is very much on the beaten path, and also, I was inspired. you know. None of this stuff that I'm going to share with you, by the way, this is a case study uh, about a company named AWeber, if you know what that is. Uh, they're a really great company. If you don't know, you will find out that they're an awesome company. But none of this stuff, just for transparency's, transparency's sake, none of this stuff was stuff that I'm being paid to say. I didn't negotiate some sort of episode deal with AWeber. This is episode was literally just inspired into me by so many things that this company did right, so many things that they did right. And uh, the final thing that they did, which is what I'll share with you in this episode, there's five things. The final thing, just really like, I'm like, you know what? These guys deserve a shout out. Uh, Anytime, you know, anytime that I see something that I like, and what I mean by that is this, that I see that it's doing good, that I see they're, they're doing the right thing, they're, they're out there inspiring or creating positive change for other people, setting a standard, being role models. You know, all the people who I interview on my show, they're all in the work of this kind of stuff. So when I see a company that's going against the grain, especially, I'll, I'll just kind of share with you the context of, of all these, you know, on top of the fact that they did so many things right, the timing of these things, was also during a very difficult part of my entrepreneurial journey this year. Uh, So, you know, it really inspired me because in a world where we are constantly moving away from each other, we're moving away from intimacy, we're moving away from that one-on-one experience, which again, you know, we're, we're scaling, we're innovating, we're automating, not all that stuff is bad. But, you know, what I've found inspirational is that out of all the companies that I dealt with, and I Dealt with a lot. And, you know, I see deal uh, in a very specific way, you know, in the sense that with, with A Weber, it was more of experienced. I experienced them because I didn't have to deal with anything. They were absolutely 100% consistent and positive and helpful and all kinds of stuff that I'm going to share with you that are five really key and simple ingredients for good quality all around service. Doesn't matter what industry you're in, I think these are universal. But, you know, when Nine out of the other 10 companies that I dealt with were on the other side of things. You know, we're going to go, again, this is not about bashing other companies in this, but it's really about looking, okay, what is effective and what's not? You know, your your success in life, and I talk about this in the book that I wrote, and and that's that was part of this whole thing. The context that I told you is that, uh, you know, over the summer, I released that book, The Gratitude Map. And I also came with a bunch of online courses. You know, it came with guided meditations, all this content. I literally downloaded like 15 years of personal growth and knowledge of my coaching experience, of my experience as a competitive athlete, of how to be successful, how to manage your emotions. I mean, everything that I could possibly think of in these courses. So that's available right now. I'm going to shamelessly plug it. It's thegratitudemap.com. Uh, but anyway, as I'm creating these things... Uh, I had to really dive in into a lot of tools that I never had to use before. And I'm sure if you're an entrepreneur, you can relate having, you know, your browser window open with like 20 different tabs, each of them, you know, some different tool that you're using, like, again, Zapier automations, uh, your website, whether it's WordPress or Wix, you have ClickFunnels, you have Upwork to hire people, you know, you have all these different platforms that literally are are constantly changing you know they're constantly updating constantly changing and you have to either figure out how to use it or delegate it to somebody else and hope to god that you can trust them to have the level of quality and diligence that you want for your product so it's it's a very stressful world we live in and in my own particular situation over the summer like i said i was creating these you know projects and launching them i had a very intense short period of a couple of weeks where I literally had to learn all this stuff. I'm grinding away at the computer for like 15 hours a day. And uh, in that time period, in dealing with all these different companies, I I experienced a lot of disappointment, you know, except for a Weber. (laughs) That's the whole point of this episode, Uh, because I think they really, they really exemplify how customer service should be done. I would love to see more of this in, all the social media platforms and all the, you know, online tools. Again, like ClickFunnels, Zapier, all these different companies that we deal with on a basis. If you're creating stuff online, or even if you're not, you know, even if you don't own your own business and you're trying to create stuff, uh, you know, you're inevitably going to dip your hand in these platforms one way or another. And again, inevitably, technology is not always going to do what you expect it to do. And then at that point, that is an opportunity for the company to either prove how much they care to you. Uh, or prove to you that you're just another number. And this is very, very important because ultimately what you're trying to build through customer service is trust. That's what it all boils down to because trust equals loyalty and then loyalty equals long-term sustainable success as a company. And whether you're a one-person company or whether you're you know, a 10,000-person company, it really comes down to trust and all the things, the five tips that I'm gonna share with you uh again, you don't have to own your own business. You could be working for a company and and be doing customer service. I think I I've worked, you know, I own my own business. I'm an entrepreneur, but you know, for a great period of my life, I was working in service jobs. I've been a server at a restaurant. I even worked for the government doing welfare claims at one point. I, you know, have worked in customer service on the phone for a financial company. I've done a lot of service jobs and It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Good service is good service because ultimately what you're trying to do is solve somebody's problem and reaffirm to them in that crisis period that somebody cares. Hey, I realize that this is a scary world. Something's not working as is intended. Somebody cares for you. And that's really what it's all about. So ultimately, you know, these five tips, I think they're, they're great for anybody out there doing any kind of service work and that is very, very applicable. So for me, you know, during this period, an intense period of learning, I had a lot of letdowns, and the thing that started to turn it around for me, gave me some shred of hope in the universe of platforms and everything that's going on, is interacting with this company, AWeber. If you don't know what AWeber is, AWeber is an email uh, provider, basically, you know, you can do your campaigns, your automated emails, all these different things that that you can you can do through marketing, email marketing uh, through them. And, you know, they have different service packages and stuff, but they're a phenomenal, phenomenal company. And I'll tell you the very first interaction that I had with them. When I, and this is what kind of started my brain going like, wow, you know, they're doing something differently. Because again, nine out of 10 other companies that I dealt with, any time that I reached out for support, it was all consistent, consistently terrible, you know, in the sense that, you know, they were copy and paste answers. They didn't really listen. All this kind of stuff we're going to go through. But when I contacted AWeber, literally the first thing that I got, this guy named Jeff, Jeff D., I believe. Uh, he, he said, hey, you know, this sounds like a pretty, it was like some issue that I was having. He said, hey, this sounds pretty, uh, you know, complex. Do you mind if we talk on the phone about it? And I was like, oh. That's, that's different. I never had, I never in my life had a company ask me, Hey, do you want to talk on the phone? Cause it's going to be easier so we can, you know, so we can get this through. You know, we're so afraid of intimacy again, intimacy, not in a sexual way, but close closeness, you know, of, of having that interpersonal contact. And the thing that there's a big, you know, this is, this is the first point. The first point is do not avoid your customer. So point number one for good customer service do not avoid your customer. Every platform that I've dealt with, ClickFunnels, I had to wait in line, submit a ticket. I even had to, you know, if something was important or not important. You know, so it's like I literally at one point using ClickFunnels, I had to go on Upwork and I paid a guy $200 to solve my problem. Now, I don't know if my problem was worth $200, but either way, I got it solved and it was better than waiting in line and getting some generic You know, copy and paste answer. I mean, literally, and ClickFunnels wasn't the only company. Again, I'm not bashing ClickFunnels because they're they do a lot of fantastic things. But you know, all the other companies that I dealt with, it was the same thing. You know, it's it's avoiding the customer because they're so concerned on scaling and automation and all this kind of stuff. Like, I do not want to read your support documents. I don't want to sit there and if I have a problem, to some extent, yeah, I can research it. But you know, one thing that people don't realize, especially when you're dealing with problem solving and stuff like this, we communicate a lot non-verbally. You know, at some point, you know, if you want to go on the woo-woo territory of energetics and magnetic fields and emotions, there's a lot of stuff being interchanged, even if you're on the phone with somebody, that, that you can get. And when I say get, like, I mean, like, intuit or, or intuition. You know, so when you have that interpersonal, con- you know, a lot of times, even with, business prospects and stuff. I like meeting in person. I'm very old school like that. I like having face-to-face contact. Why? Especially if I'm going to make a decision about, you know, every partner you bring into your life, even for business, doesn't matter. You you want to be on the same energetic stream. You want to have the same values. You know what I mean? So when you communicate, a lot of that communication is nonverbal. And so the big... the big fallacy of the big problem that a lot of these companies have, and I understand they're scaling, you know, you're trying to balance growth uh, and still provide some sort of value if somebody's having a problem. But, look, a lot of the problem with these support channels is that when you're with a real person, if I'm on the phone with someone, like, it's live, it's there, it's it's evolving, it's growing, it's a conversation. It can move, you know, whereas when you're writing emails back, I'm like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of literally of emails of support emails between all these different platforms. It's very ineffective. And and it's it seems like the right idea, but it's not always the best idea. So number one, do not avoid your customer. And this again, if you have a one person business or a ten thousand person business, even if you have a one person business, you know, in my in my own business, it's like, yeah, there's certain things I want to automate, but, you know, certain things are better left the old school. You know, there's nothing wrong with spending quality time with somebody. And again, you have to manage it, but certain channels should always be left for that intimacy. Again, it's all about creating trust and connection. When somebody feels disconnected to you, then they're not loyal. It's just basically they're dependent on you for features. If those features become too expensive or they're not, uh, interesting enough or somebody else comes along, then you lose a customer. And if that's not important to you, then fine. But at the end of the day, if you're looking to create loyalty and trust, it comes down to that connection and that intimacy. So, uh, number two was that they paid attention, right? So not, not only did they say, Hey, you know, we're willing to talk to you on the phone. Like we're not avoiding you. Let's, let's jump right into it. You know, it's like, Again, it's like you're dating somebody, you know, somebody who's avoiding you and playing the the game, you know, it's, it's annoying, you know, it's like, Hey, what's up? Like, where, what are we doing? You know? So same thing with this. It's like, don't avoid and, and pay attention. You know, these rules, I guess you could say for anything really, uh, whether it's dating or customer service or anything else. So don't avoid the customer. And number two, pay attention. A lot of times when I would submit a case to so many different companies, again, I'm dealing with like almost a dozen literally to create what I needed to create. It's not like a simple thing here. And I can't tell you how many times I'm sure you can relate to this. I get some copy and paste response. Like literally I wanted to take my laptop and throw it through the window. I, I was telling one of my friends, I'm like, actually several of my friends. I'm like, you know, I wrote this book on gratitude. <laughs> I wrote, you know, I created a course. I got, got a meditations out there. I created personal development course, like all these like lovely, powerful resources to literally change your life. And I truly believe that. And I'm having to eat my own words, man. I like, I'm sitting here like furious because it's not just like the first offense. It's like literally the, the 12th or 20th time I'm writing in for support. I've told you, Hey, please don't just read my thing. Like give me a relevant answer. Like, I've had people respond to my support cases without like literally I could tell that you didn't even read what I wrote. I can tell based on your, and then they paste me some support article that I can go read. Like literally all you're doing is costing me more time, you know? So that kind of stuff just infuriated me. And, and when it came to a Weber, it was so different. They asked questions. Uh, Again, they want to talk on the phone, they pay attention to everything, you know, everything that I, if I wrote like a complex long email. So if I take the time to write you a long email that has all my points outlined and what I'm looking to solve, and you send me back like a two word or a two sentence thing and then link me some support article, that tells me you don't care. Like if I care and I invest my time, heart, and energy into reaching out to you, then You know, the least you could do is equally invest in me as your customer. So one thing I like about Aweber, which is shows me that they paid attention is every time, every time, and this is going to lead into the third point about being consistent. But every time, if I had a long email, they'd break it up. They'd answer point by point. like You know, it's like they matched the level of attention that I put into my problem with their solution. And that's very important because that shows that you're paying attention. Number three, they're consistent. Everybody that I talked to in this company was consistent in the way they handled the solution, in the way they had their values, and how they communicated, their friendliness, their demeanor, their openness, uh, their level of concern, like everybody was consistent. Now that's really, that's a huge one. Consistency equals trust absolutely. If you're going to take one thing away to improve your service, my biggest lesson for you from my own experience is consistency. You got to be consistent. I am so anal retentive about consistency in everything from my sound quality to my website, to my message. And it's, you know, it's it's never going to be perfect. You're constantly reevaluating where are inconsistencies happening. But to be consistent, is so important for creating trust. If I had talked to one, let's say my first interaction was with that Jeff guy and he said, hey, you know, uh, is it okay if I call you? Great, we had a great situation. Oh my God, I just love this company. And then literally the next person that I talk to is like horrible, then that makes me question my interaction with, with the company. It's like, hmm, well, let me wait and see what the next one's gonna be like. So now you start bargaining and kind of being reasonable. It's the same in life too. Again, this could be used for dating. If you are dating somebody and the first date is like this amazing date, you know, whatever, and they do certain things that are like really like, wow, they inspire you or they, they impress you. And then the next time you hang out, they do things that are totally inconsistent with the picture that you painted the first time. You're now questioning like, wait a minute, like, is this... Was that real or, you know, is this just a bad day? Like fluke, you know, so you, you get in this indecisive mode. And when you're indecisive, you don't invest. And whether that's, you know, again, in a relationship or business, what trust allows somebody to do is to invest. Whether it's money, invest their time with you, invest their emotions, whatever else. We invest when we believe, when we trust. And you can't trust if things are constantly inconsistent. So you're, you know... When we look at a company of one person, again, in my case, I'm one person right now. I mean, I have people that I work with, but as far as my actual company, I'm just one person at a limited LLC. If you're in that boat, that means how are you behaving with your clients? How are you behaving in terms of communicating your message? How are you behaving and treating different clients compared to other clients? Don't treat clients, one client, don't have preferential treatment for people. Treat everybody the same. You know, if you give your word... Stay consistent throughout. Don't make a deal with one that you wouldn't make with another. You know, be consistent in your branding, in your message. How are, How does your website reflect, you know, your Instagram profile or, you know, the, the materials you're passing out? Are they all consistent? Are the videos you're putting out sending out the same message that, you know, that your website is or that your Facebook? You know, all this kind of stuff is a constant realm of evaluation. If anything, I could tell you probably one of the biggest reasons why all this stuff was so challenging or you know, basically I should say I really wanted to dig into the details again using all these different platforms was because I wanted to be consistent. I don't want somebody to go to my website and see all of the details and and the story and graphics and things that, that paint a particular message of who I am. And then you go to, let's say, to get my book and it looks totally junky or it looks totally different or you get an email from me and it's totally off brand, you know, that's an opportunity to lose trust. You know, so when something isn't consistent, we lose trust. That's why consistency is so important. I mean, even down to like when I make videos, again, I'm super anal about this stuff, but it's all about feeling. If you see a video transition, let's say that, that that's kind of awkward or something just doesn't match, you know, what? let's say you're watching an inspirational video and you see a video transition that's just like awkward and it's just like a, a weird thing that happens. It's a fluke. Well, suddenly now you're questioning everything. And that's because the human mind is a little rascal. You know, it doesn't notice the 99 other things you did right in the inspirational video. It notices the one crummy thing that you did that was out of place. And now you're questioning the integrity of the whole thing. Whether that's true or not, you know, who knows? Maybe there's an oversight. But that's the world we live in, especially in today. Again, we live in the platform world where, you know, we have so many choices. We have so many. So the standard of service has to be very high because people can vote very easily with somebody else. Somebody doesn't like you, you break their trust, they'll go somewhere else. Now, trust could be, you know, simply as following you and, and enjoying your content or, you know, spending money with you or whatever, going out with you on the third date, whatever it is. Trust is trust, and that comes from consistency. So A, Weber, super, super props to you guys. You Whatever you're doing as far as training your team, Training, you know, being on the same page with each other, having the same values, that is huge. I cannot overstate how amazing and awesome and consistent you all are with your vision and with the values of the company. I mean, that's that's something to be proud of, for sure. Uh, number four is kind of related to that, which is that to take feedback. It's related to kind of the paying attention and listening stuff. So one thing that really surprised me with AWeber, I had this Suggestion. I was talking about some stuff with tagging on campaigns and different things like this, and I don't remember what I suggested, but it was something about you know doing something differently. And the girl I was talking to, she was like, "Oh, you know, that's actually a cool idea. Let me, let me suggest it to our developers, and we'll get back to you within a day, and we'll call you." And I was like, "Wow, like that, like that was like you know, oh my gosh, you know, I matter. Like I matter enough to where the idea that I had." Would be suggested. And that was on a couple situations. That was in a couple times that that happened where my feeling that I got to shape the future or contribute or be part of what they had going on, I got that feeling. Now, again, whether or not I ended up doing anything doesn't matter, you know, because at the end of the day, you feel included. You know, you feel like you're part of the process. And Somewhere in the communication, in the values, in the, the way that things are done, that is communicated to the customer. So when you take feedback, when you take your customer's opinion seriously, when you listen, ultimately it comes down to listening because paying attention, which is the second one, it is also a form of listening. It's basically being able to listen, being mindful, being aware, conscientiousness, however you want to call it. It's really a virtue and we don't do that enough these days why because most companies are focused on growth they're focused on scaling automating money 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 profit 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 reduce cost that's just the, the the direction there's nothing wrong with growth but it's imbalanced you know you hear a lot of the stuff that i talk about is based on duality meaning everything you do has to have A dynamic balance between two opposites that's the dance of life that's what all this stuff is about so when you talk about growth it can't just be growth 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 guess what cancer grows forever and that's not a good thing so growth is not sustainable without what without listening now again you can put different words in here but look at it energetically how it operates I want to on one side grow and expand and scale on the other side I want to listen and take feedback and adjust and adapt and be flexible. You know, one is very, I guess, masculine energy, if you want to put it that way, the other is more receptive or feminine. And so you want it to be successful, to be sustainable, to be, you know, in my mind, good. You have to employ both. You know, so when a company is focused only on growth, right, they're gonna miss out on being able to listen to their customers, genuinely connect all these softer quote unquote virtues that are so important in my mind, actually for growth. If you really want to grow and and grow a brand, it is about connecting people to you. It is about really inspiring that. Like I told a Weber, I've told this numerous times, especially again with the last thing that I'm about to share with you today. They have me as a customer for life. You have to royally screw this up a Weber for me to leave you because no company that does what you do will ever steal me away. You have me as a customer for life because of all these things that I'm sharing with you. So again, not avoiding me being open to phone calls, like right away being quick and like talking on the phone. I can get a hold of you immediately. There's no like waiting a whole day through my email and all this other garbage. Number two, you pay attention. Like you respond to each point. You're meticulous, just like I'm meticulous. Uh, Number three, you're consistent. So important. You're consistent in everything that you do. Number four, you take feedback and you make me feel connected to you uh, through the process. And number five is that you just care. And I'll tell you the best example for this, and this is what motivated me to put this episode together. This was the the cherry on the Sunday. You know, I shared with them, you know, this whole journey of creating these products and getting everything up and going, part of it was creating a 14-day email challenge. So if you go to map.com, you get a book. Again, the book is free. If you want to get the courses, they're going to change your life. There's a ton of really awesome stuff on that I'm super, super proud of. So check it out. It's not too expensive. But anyway, uh, once you join, once you get the book, you'll get a, f- a 14-day gratitude challenge. So every day I'm going to send you really cool stuff, kind of helping you build that that habit up. And so I had to create all these different email campaigns, automated things. You know, So by the end of it, like literally having not known anything, after like a two or three week period, I, I told them like, hey guys, you know, check it out. I'm really proud. Like I have like 30 different campaigns. I got all this stuff going on. I'm so, you know, I basically just shared with them uh, my accomplishments and I, I thanked them for, for all these things that I just shared with you, those top four. And they said, you know, we're going to, we're going to send you a shirt. Like, that's so cool. You know, we, we're going to send you a shirt. I said, oh, that's, that's really cool of you. Like, thank you. Like, you don't have to do that. That was pretty, pretty personal of you to do that. So I get a shirt a couple weeks later, and the shirt is signed by every member of the team. It's full of signatures. I'm gonna make a I'll put a picture on the post for this episode. So I don't post for every episode, but for this this episode, there'll be a show notes with a little description. You'll see the picture on there. So shout out to you guys for doing that. And then you wrote me a handwritten card. A handwritten card of you know how basically they're proud and you know, all this kind of stuff. So You know, that shows that you care. Now, why does that show that you care? You didn't have to send me a t-shirt, number one. Number two, you didn't have to sign it. So the difference is this goes back to paying attention. And really, this is all, all these points that I shared with you, don't avoid the customer, paying attention, be consistent, take feedback, caring. It's all the same thing, which is, are you willing to invest yourself in the relationship? That's it. You know, whether you're dating again or having a business or whatever else, it's all about investment. You know, if you can't invest yourself, then, you know, you get what you put in. So I didn't have to get a t-shirt. I didn't have to get signed by everybody on the team. I didn't have to get a handwritten. I could have just gotten some, you know, like generic Hallmark card that's typed on and then maybe they signed it. But they actually hand wrote the, the thank you. You know, it's like a paragraph. They hand wrote that. You know, that shows me, hey, somebody is willing to take the time and put their consciousness out of their busy day and reserve a little bit of their consciousness for me. That's what that is. It's human consciousness. When somebody takes up a pen and signs a short for you, that is proof that they invested a little bit of conscious. It's not a like on Facebook. You know, it's not uh, some automated message that's really cutely put together. It's, hey... I sacrificed time that I'm never going to get back. And for me, time is very important. So I value when people give me their time. And in this sense, to take the time, to sign a shirt, to take the energy, that is a very personal approach that you didn't have to, but you did. And that shows me that you care. And that to me is phenomenal when all other companies that I dealt with in this industry Again, if you're doing online stuff, you know what I'm talking about Zapier, ClickFunnels, uh, a uh, Easy VSL, you know, social media, Wix, uh, Upwork, uh, you know, whatever other type of website platform you use. They're all phenomenal. They do a lot of great work, uh, but I can tell you, my general experience was pretty rough, man. Some times when I really need help, especially if you don't know what you're doing, you're on you're stuck on the YouTube wormhole of self education trying to crack the code to some random problem you're having and why it doesn't work the way it does you know so that can be very frustrating so to have that level of trust and care and knowing somebody's got your back that to me is priceless and like i said now you have a customer for life so that to me again this example is why customer service is so important because it's not about getting more customers it's about getting loyal customers that will never leave your business for anything again A Weber has to royally screw this up, meaning they have to have a giant vision change. They have to totally change their train, like everything that they've built up through discipline, which is not going to happen. But if it were to happen, that would be what would need to happen for me to leave this company. They've done everything to show me they're in it for the long haul, that they care, that they're willing to sacrifice, that they're willing to pay attention. And think about, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody one versus another. Let's say a case study where somebody is putting their heart in, they're, they're, they're willing to go the extra mile, they're doing all the little things for you, you know, of course, you know, this is an overstatement. So ultimately, even if it's perfect, quote unquote, it might turn out, you know, weird or, or abusive or crummy down the road and this was just a facade. But my point is, like in dating is in business, you know, ultimately, when you see that and when you experience that, when you feel that from the other person, it makes you trust. And trust inspires you to commit, inspires you to invest more, inspires you. I'm a walking billboard. I made an episode. Again, I'm not getting paid for this. But I made an episode just because this inspired me. And now, if you hear this and you go and try awebra I highly recommend them, by the way. They're actually phenomenal for email marketing. I think they do an amazing job. Very easy to use. They have great... Platform for everything that you need, uh, and they're very reasonable as far as price and everything. So now, how many people are going to hear that and go and and try Aweber out? So ultimately, this is why you want to inspire trust because word of mouth, because of loyalty, because of long term. And I don't think that a lot of companies are keeping that in mind today, as the emphasis is on growth and automation and scaling so much. We forget we forget about human connection, we forget about intimacy, we forget about trust and consistency and all these things. So, you I hope these things have helped you. You know, look, one thing I tell all my students and I say this a lot, which is technique versus heart. Again, in the gratitude map, I talk about the principle of success and if you if you go for that and you get the the second course which is principles for dynamic life, that's that goes into a huge deep dive on this, but the basic idea is this. You know, you're one of the key elements of being successful is the value you provide to other people. So your value, your success is measured by the value you provide. So technique is always going to improve. Always. You're always going to improve your skills. You're always going to improve your features. You're always going to improve the who, what, where, when, how, all that stuff. But the why, the heart, that is going to contribute value like on or off. It's either you care or you don't care. And a lot of times, again, going back to that first quote, set in the mood, Teddy Roosevelt, people don't care how much you know until they know that you care. Nobody knows, you know, you don't go to the doctor that you go and see because of what they know. That's second. You justify that later. You go because they care about you. We are emotional creatures. We make emotional decisions and then justify them later. You don't want to make a rational decision that you don't feel good about because you're just going to live in this dissonance the whole time. So ultimately you have to realize that if you want, if you want to create longevity in everything that you do, start with heart, start with heart. Your heart can be either on or off skills are a gradient. You're going to continually improve skills, but heart is on or off and to contribute value. You know, it's, it's skills plus heart. It's what you can do and what, what are your skills? Plus whether you care or not, again, skills are always going to improve, but if that's all you have and you don't have heart, then you're not going to inspire trust in people. So I hope that these five tips, very simple tips, but look, it's the simple stuff that we over overlook and it cannot be overstated. Do not avoid the customer. Pay attention, ask questions, be consistent, take feedback and use your heart, just care. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Shout out to all the people at AWeber. You guys seriously are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing and remain a role model in this ever-inflating automating society uh, as a beacon for good customer service, as an example that you can combine closeness and intimacy and trust in all these traditional good values with a scaling, successful internet company. So well done. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.